we just heard there from the Lord, um, one of the most beautiful, even if one of the most difficult of his commandments, to, to love our enemy. Having said it's difficult, I think it's also, I always think it's a wonderfully practical commandment, that the Lord doesn't tell us not to have enemies, rather he tells us how to relate to those who are our enemies. It's a sad reality of human existence that pretty much all of us at some stage in life, if not continually, will have somebody who relates to us as an enemy. Sometimes in our own family. Sometimes a boss at work who's just out to get you. Or it might be the man who lives next door and is cut down your hedge and is always disagreeable. That there are people who choose to relate to us as an enemy. But how are we going to choose to relate to them? We all know the saying, an eye for an eye. That's in the Old Testament, but people often don't realise that it's actually a limiting teaching, no more than an eye for an eye. One of those conditions that actually means you can't even carry that out. But the New Testament, nonetheless, clearly raises us to an an even higher standard, to to love our enemy. But again, what does that mean? What does it look like to, to love your enemy? Well, let me remind you of what I said a few weeks ago about love. I quoted then what the Catechism defines love as. I said love isn't in this sense of feeling, it's not an emotion. That if someone's my enemy, I'm obviously not gonna feel loving towards them. But I can choose, I can choose as a decision in my will to act in a loving way towards them. The Catechism defines love as to will good to somebody. Well, even if someone is my enemy, I can choose that how I will relate to them, what I will will towards them, what I will seek for them, is not evil upon them, but good for them. Now, what would that look like in practice? Well, we had an example given to us by the church in our first reading there with Saul and David. Now, Saul, if you don't remember, Saul was the king of Israel. In fact, he was the first king of Israel. And who is David to Saul? Well, David was his son-in-law. And Saul had gathered his army and he had set out to hunt down and kill his son-in-law. It wouldn't be the first father-in-law out to get his son-in-law. But how did David choose to relate to Saul? Well, we heard in that passage, in a sense, uh, a minimum condition in that David, even though Saul had been put in his power, David chose not to kill him. But as the rest of the account in the book of Samuel indicates, um, David did much more than this in terms of being loving to Saul, loving to his enemy. 
that there are many things David could have done to undermine Saul, to, to bring him down, but he didn't. So he didn't damage Saul's position as king. He didn't damage Saul's relationship with his daughter, Michal, even though that daughter was his wife, David's wife. He didn't damage Saul's relationship with his son, Jonathan, even though Jonathan was David's best friend. That David could look and he could see what was good for Saul, and he willed that to Saul. Now, he was never reconciled with Saul. They never became friends. That in that sense they remained enemies. But in how he acted, he chose to love his enemy. Now to bring this to a conclusion, you and I clearly are called to do the same. You and I are clearly called to love whoever is relating to us as enemies whether it's somebody next door, whether it's someone in the family, whether it's someone at work. And obviously the first thing we're to do, if it's possible, is to seek forgiveness and reconciliation with them. But that's um, a different sermon on a different text. But if that's not possible, if that person is determined to relate to us as an enemy. Well, we need to remember that that person, how are they before God? That this person is known by God. This person is loved by God. That God cares for that person. God wants what is best for that person. Even if God doesn't want the way that person's relating to me. And I need to want what's best for that person as God wants what's best for that person. To will the good to that person. To love that person. Even my enemy. (coughs) And if we do that, not only will we have behaved in a way that is beautiful, but we'll have brought peace to our own souls. And in the final analysis, as we heard the Lord Jesus say in that passage, the amount you measure out to others is the amount you will be given in return.